Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. That's The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Great job by Austin on Sounds of the Week right there. Brought to you by Action Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. They're looking for skilled HVAC technicians Plumbers and electricians to join the Action Superhero team. Paid training, health, dental benefits, and a 401k match. Call today and join the Action Plumbing Superhero team. 801-833-3333 at Action Plumbing. We also want to say a big thanks to our title sponsor, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with the new Mountain America credit card at 0% on everything from groceries to getaways. For details, visit macu.com or call one 800 748-4302. We're live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Gordon, you took uh, the – Tom's got this great deal on an adjustable bed going right now, and uh, you took a little uh, – uh, what do you – What do you, test drive wouldn't be appropriate. What would you uh, What would you say there? Test I, relax? I, I yeah, checked out the bed that Tom has been talking about, and that is pretty nice. Got to admit, you look pretty comfy. Oh, man, that is – I've never had an adjustable bed. I haven't either. And that thing will go in just about any setting you want. You know, if you want to watch TV with it, you're very comfortable. You know, it's the heck with this stuff in a pillow behind your head, you know, to watch TV. That thing puts you in a perfect – I like it. Uh, real quick here, uh, our friend Jim Stedman on Twitter um, says asked if we were giving away KISS tickets. And so there, that's that's a real complicated question, actually, because we're down here at the warehouse, and actually we had we have a ton of Ute tickets to give away. Uh, our good friends from Miller Lite dropped off even more tickets for us to give to our listeners uh, today. Of course, Miller Lite, sponsor of our uh, our tailgate event that we do before every Ute home game up there uh, on Guardsman's Way. So they dropped off more tickets for us to give to our listeners. So get by here and enter to win. You've got a really good shot at getting free tickets. Now, we do have a pair of KISS tickets, but here's why this is a complicated question, Jim. Gene Simmons says that uh, he's flying back to L.A. and they're not going to do the concert. However, he also said that they will make it up and do it at a later date. Right. So I would think we should still give away the KISS tickets. I agree. Because I would think that they would be good for when they come back. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's what they do. Okay. So, yes, we are giving away KISS tickets, Jim, but... We just don't know when the concert will be. Yeah, we're just not sure. So, yes, come come and enter to win 1967 South 300 West. Jordan Pendleton will be with us at 430. But, uh, Gordon, let's continue on with the list. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, Sean Livingston is retiring after 15 years in the NBA. Nice career for him. Has won some championships. Uh, nice playing for the Warriors, right? He uh, he is a great comeback story. Mm-hmm. 
because I mean he was it was with the Clippers when he was coming up and he was he was a really good player and then just absolutely wrecked his knee and uh, he faced a kind of a a, a really hard comeback and uh, to come back and do what he did with the with the Warriors and he was a really important piece for them coming off the bench because he he turned into a very um, a uh, perfect example of a modern NBA player, just somebody that had the size and versatility to, to play multiple p- positions and really do anything. And you saw him this year. His uh, skills have eroded, and he know he know he knows when it's time to go. But 15 years in the NBA, he's made, had a terrific career. Good for him. And I like it. I like saying goodbye, taking time to say goodbye to athletes who have put in that kind of time. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, so good for him. Are you superstitious, by the way? Today uh, is Friday the 13th. I am not. I'm not superstitious. I heard Austin and Tony talking about this today. Apparently, it's a full moon on Friday the 13th, yeah, too. Yeah, I noticed that at the concert last night. I went to Old Dominion uh, over at the State Fair Park over there, and uh, that moon was shining bright. But you're not, you don't have any. Any kind of superstitious thing at all? If you were a ball player, would you step on the foul line and do all the stuff that they say not to do? Uh, I guess I wouldn't go out of my way just to stomp on the line and ruin somebody's good chalk work. (laughs) But uh, if I accidentally did it, I wouldn't lose any sleep over it. Austin, you superstitious, my friend? Oh, yeah. If it can go wrong, it will go wrong. So whatever it takes to avoid that, that's where I am. So will you walk under a ladder? Will you nope. cross the path of a black cat? What, what, uh, what, uh, what's your, uh, what's your thing? What uh, do you absolutely avoid? Uh, I told Tony I do not step on cracks out on the sidewalk. I avoid that at all costs. Okay, but who d- at one point determined what was unlike? Like what, what uh, wingnut decided that <laughs> stepping on a crack? Would actually be bad luck. Who decided the black cat thing? Like, who came up with this stuff? That's I, I, what I want to know. I don't know. I'm really not sure. Um, well, let me let me ask you it this way, Jake. It, it, even if you don't believe it, what if there's a if there's a chance it might work? It's not really inconvenient to you know not walk under a ladder or avoid a crack. So why not just do it? So under that logic, should you actually uh, actually like belong and worship all religions? Oh, I'm not going to cover all your bases. Like to cover all of your bases. Like if there's a chance that those people are right, then I'm going to go for it. You know what I mean? What do you think, Austin? Uh, yeah, why not? Sure. Well, I think Austin should go to his me. bishop and be like, you know, I'm actually I'm going to be uh, uh, an Episcopalian, a Catholic, a Muslim, a Hindu, a Buddhist. I'm just going to get it all covered. Is that cool? When when <laughs> I got married to my beautiful wife Lisa, uh, it it rained that day. And we had our reception coming up, and so uh, we we were trying. It was an outdoor reception, mostly, and so we had we had a, a rabbi there, we had a Catholic priest there, we had uh, a Mormon bishop there. We and we had asked them all to send up a good word to the man upstairs to see if. Uh, Mother Nature could comply. So you had your bases covered that so, day. So we were covering all those bases. I see. To get that done, and it did stop raining. But no, I, I'm not a I'm not a very superstitious person. Hmm. Some people are really into it, and and by some people, I mean a lot of athletes. We've talked about this before. 
guys who have traditions that they wear the same socks. They, they if they're on a winning streak, they don't shave. You know, we see the playoff beards. We see, you know, I mean, who was it? Was it Turk? Uh, who was a pitcher who used to brush his teeth between innings? He pitched for the Cubs. Do you remember that? guy? I don't remember that now. Yeah, he brushed his teeth between innings. So is that superstition or just good hygiene? <laughs> and then Turk Wendell, isn't it? It was a Turk. I thought it was Wendell. with the White Sox, though. Maybe I'm oh, wrong. Was it, well, it Maybe could, I'm, I'm wrong. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. But anyway, uh, you know, Ron McBride was about as superstitious as anybody gets. You know, he had all. He didn't he have like the magic sand or the magic mud from the islands or whatever. He told me that he had an assistant coach once uh, point this cudgel at the ball carrier because he was told that it would make the the running back fumble. And so he, he assigned an assistant coach to point the cudgel at the ball carrier, and he said, you know what? It didn't work. It was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but he was willing to try it. Okay. So all you all have to be careful today because it is Friday the 13th. Wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you. I, I, I was thinking of, of things that, that have gone wrong. Uh, T. Boone Pickens, may he rest in peace. We talked about it yesterday. He passed away. I, I've been giving this a lot of thought. I've decided that every Division One, uh, or really uh, doesn't matter, any college football program needs a T. Boone Pickens. A, a billionaire who just hands the athletic department a blank <laughs> yes. check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody does. Need everybody that. needs an Uncle Phil, right? Phil Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is that for Utah? Is it uh, John Huntsman and uh, Spence Eccles? Are they are they the T Boone Pickens? I uh, saw Spence at the game last week. Uh, it's good to see him. He looked like he was hanging in there well, and uh, he's 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 a good guy. I really like uh, Spence Eccles a lot. Yep. Uh, John Huntsman did so much for the program. Who is it for BYU? I don't know who's uh, who's in that group that uh, that pays the coaches' salaries or whatever. Yeah. That, uh, what yeah. do they call that super secret booster group down there? <laughs> Isn't it like the president's circle or something? I, I forget. Uh, well, I know it, it, that um, uh, is it. Ryan, what's his last name? The the guy who just sold Qualtrics oh, for eight billion bucks. Uh-huh. I think he's uh, he's a big Cougar supporter. I believe. Yeah. Every program needs somebody like that. All right, I got this question for you, Jake. If you had to bet how many games the Jazz would win, will win this upcoming season, and you had to put up 500 of your own bucks to do it, what's the number you'd pick? Now, this is getting serious because I'm asking you to put 500 of your own dollars up. How many How many wins? 81. <laughs> She might as well just kiss that money goodbye. <laughs> Serious. I'm trying to uh, add import to what you're way doing to, way to Way to just blindside me with that question. Uh, I want you to think about it, and I'll get okay. your answer later. Austin, I want you to think about that, too, and I want all our listeners. 500 bucks. you've got to put it up to get the number right. Which Because that eliminates some of the, you know, the overly optimistic stuff, because now it's going to come at a cost. You got to get it right. So where are you putting that number? You putting it over fifty wins? You putting it south of fifty five? Are you going over fifty five? Are you going to sixty? Think about it. 
All right, we are at the warehouse. Uh, we're going to talk to Tom here in just one second, 1967 South, 300 West. Come down and see us. Price is so low, it will blow your mind. Jordan Pendleton is going to join us right around the corner, the former BYU uh, Cougar linebacker. We'll ask him what he thinks about the Cougs going into this game against USC. And then Hans Olsen is going to join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. It'll be fun to uh, to talk to Hans, get his opinion on uh, what's going on with both games tomorrow. Uh, Hans is going to be anchoring our BYU coverage, and since uh, both games are going on at kind of the same time, I'll be anchor- anchoring our Utah coverage tomorrow. Utah coverage starts at 1 o'clock. Uh, and we'll take you up to a 215 kick. BYU coverage starts from JCW's live down in Provo. Are you going to be able noon. to you're gonna come up with anything positive for the Bengals in there? I would guess we're just going to look forward to USC the whole time. <laughs> well, I mean, for good reason. Uh, oh, I'm, I don't know. Alema said something interesting on Football Friday today that. What? That somebody he was talking to up there at the, so the, the Bengals are better than what no 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 that they for. they indeed are doing some USC work oh this I gotcha. week that okay. uh, that uh, you know that one game at a time thing I know they take it really seriously but yeah there has been a little little work on the Trojans this week so he said when the, when the Bengal quarterback drops back to throw by the name of Slovis you got to get up in his grill. You know, I'm just going to love it when Slovis throws for 120 yards against BYU this weekend. It's going to just be so great. It had several interceptions. Okay, uh, you want to bet? No. You want to bet? No. I say over 200 yards. You say under for incriminating audience. No, I don't want to do that. And by the way, way to set it at 200 yards. <laughs> Well, Way to said, go out on a limb, Tiger. You just, you just said, called him the second coming of Matt Leinart in a not. column this week, and now you're I like, oh, I'll take the over on I, 200 yards. You said 125. I was being, I was quoting well, an obscenely you, low number I, I to be obnoxious. You for 75. Jeez. Oh, Way to go out on a limb, Gordon. Okay. I bet he'll get over 200 yards. <laughs> really? You don't say. All right, we're live at the warehouse. Come see us, 1967 South, 300 West. Tom joins Tom us now. Tom is a sucker born every day. Right? <laughs> I've got to, uh, you know, whose line is it anyway? Uh-huh. Right? I'm going to steal a line from Gordon. Where are you, Gordon? I've been saying where are you. Where are you after laying down on your first adjustable I'm bed I'm telling experience? you right now, Tom. Tom is selling this bed, the the, the, uh, the adjustable, the framework, the, the mattress, everything for what fifteen ninety nine. Yep. And I just sat on that thing, and I was messing with the remote. You just sat on it. You laid, on, laid it on it, and it. then raised yourself up into a sitting position. I, I, that thing is a thing of beauty. It's the best. For fifteen ninety nine, and that normally would go for how much? You think it's your if normal? You, store. If you bought this brand, you're going to be. Suggested retails probably over five. You'll find it for thirty nine hundred bucks. Thirty nine hundred, and you got it for fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine in a Cal King, and if you want to add two hundred bucks, I'll give you a bed, headboard, footboard, and rails. I've got five beds to choose from. It's unbelievable deal. Unbelievable. No, I, I, was, I mean, I just laid down on it, and I'm telling you right now, if you. This is something that people need to think about because you don't really you don't do that. I mean, I've never had an adjustable bed before, and I just laid down on that thing, and 
if you want if you want to watch TV or you have like you were talking about some sort of issue of comfort wise with Jake, your back or whatever, take that's... your headphones off. Walk over there right now. Right. I'll finish this spot with right. Gordon. You go lay on that so I can ask you where are you? Yeah, I, I, it's Nirvana. It's incredible. It's, it's a lot better than San Bernardino. So while Jake walks over there, we're going to do a little play by play. He's sitting down. He's laying down. He's got the remote in his hand. He's bringing his head up. It's a thing of beauty, guys. The mattress is a Sealy gel-infused memory foam mattress. The mattresses by themselves are twelve ninety-nine. So put two of them together. That's twenty-six hundred bucks. What do you think, Jake? He loves it. Now push the other button. It gets you raising your feet up if you want. Yeah, try that. Is, is that, that is that awful? Not. <laughs> it's the best. So if you're looking for a change in your miserable night's sleep, I'm telling you, your bed sucks. There's no other way to put it. If your bed sucks, come and see us. We're going to do this today. We're going to do it tomorrow. We're going to do it Monday here only. And then starting next Friday, we'll be open to Norm. It's not going to be available unless you do it today, tomorrow, or Monday here. And then starting next weekend in Orem, fifteen ninety nine for a five thousand dollar bed set. And and I'm always honest with people. You'll find it for thirty nine hundred. Five fifteen ninety nine, not thirty nine hundred bucks. I think we just lost Jake for the rest of the show. Jake, we can probably bring your uh, headset over there. You can lay down the rest of the show. You deserve it, man. And then in the middle of the show, I'd be making some brilliant point. No, Jake, that that Jake was good able... radio play-by-play play for a bed. That was awesome. Now, come on. The listeners need to understand that adjustable beds change lives. You spend a third of your day in bed. Not in your car. Not in your cool new Rubicon. You spend a third of your day in your bed. If you are not getting a good night's sleep, 90% of it is your bed. So come and see us. If you don't want an adjustable bed, we've got Utah's lowest prices on mattresses. We still have our deal on the Sealy premiums that are $6.99 everywhere, $2.99. So come and see us again. We're here at the warehouse. We're right across the street from Home Depot, the 21st South Interchange, 3rd West, 21st South, 1967 South, 21st South Interchange. Sorry, repeat it again, 1967 South, 300 West, the warehouse. Boom. All right, coming up next. By the way, that was a great experience right there is what that is. Man, that is wonderful. relaxed, don't yeah, you? Yeah, extremely. I could never do the show over there because I'd be snoozing. Man, I'd be, I'd be, it'd be a real low energy show, let me put it that way. Uh, that was a tee up for, it wouldn't be any different than yesterday. Uh, <laughs> but I'm too nice to do that, Jake. Nice. Go to next. You didn't even mention your, your, so, your we're, uh, we're going to get back oh to everything else. But this is the deal and the sofa with the leather, with the console for your drinks, your remotes. The console even has ports to charge your phone. Nice. Come and see us. The what? warehouse. Jordan Pedal the next 97.5 at 1280 in the zone. I've got two tickets to paradise. Won't you pack your bags for me tonight? I've got two tickets to paradise. I've got it's a big show.
show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon, let's talk a little college football. Let's get out of the Sprint special guest line. Sprint is the network built for Unlimited with great deals on great devices every day. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Let's uh, get out to that Sprint special guest line. Joining us now, former Cougar. He is Jordan Pendleton with us on the big show. Hi, Jordan. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you guys doing? Hey, we are uh, doing terrific. It's Friday after all. Give us kind of your feel on BYU coming off that Tennessee win and going into a real big one against uh, USC this weekend. Yeah, no, I, that, that was a, that was a must-win game. And, you know, for a minute there, I'm, I'm sure a lot of BYU fans and a lot of BYU people thought that it was over and we were going to be 0-2 coming back home against, a, you know, a solid USC team. They've been looking really good. And, you know, we just there, – there was a little bit of luck involved and kind of a miscommunication on Tennessee's defense. And we were able to get a, get a big play to Micah Simon. I was really happy for, for Micah. You know, I've been waiting for him. Uh, I've worked with Micah for several years, and I've, I've known what he's capable of. And so to see him make that big play and get us into field goal position and push it into overtime was just awesome. And, you know, I think that game – that game was huge because, you know, if we come back to Provo against USC and we're 0-2, it's going to be a lot different feeling going into that ball game. And I just, you know, the way the way that they gutted it out and, and Zach was clutch in overtime, uh, great great win for the Cougars, and we, we needed it bad, especially after the loss to, uh, to Utah. So looking ahead, uh, Jordan, what do you see the Cougars being able to do to disrupt that USC air raid offense? Do they have the personnel to put pressure on uh, that Slovis kid and sort of knock things, knock the timing off with USC coming up? Yeah, I definitely think the talent's there. And, you know, my biggest thing with BYU's defense is just not trying to do anything outside of of what they do. You know, just every all 11 guys got to do their job and just focus on their job. And, you know, we kind of had this theme, you know, back when I played, and it was, uh, you know, with Coach Mendenhall, it was kind of a bend-don't-break type deal. You know, we're okay giving up first downs, and we're okay even if they drive the ball down 80 yards, but we were going we to make sure that we held them to a field goal. And I think that needs to be BYU's approach this weekend. I think they need to, you know, it's okay if they give up you know, some plays here and there, but we, we can't give up the big plays that lead to, you know, the, the big-time touchdowns, which ultimately lead to a, a big momentum. You know, it, it's all about momentum, and when you give up big plays like that, it can really crush a team. And so if they can just stay the course and, and make them, you know, kick field goals and, and not get down on themselves when USC gets some first downs and just – keep riding it out, then I think I think we can match up really well against them. Jordan Pendleton, the former Coug with us in 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Jordan, BYU, the offense, is running a lot of RPOs uh, and kind of letting Zach go through that decision-making process. I asked uh, Tanner Mangum earlier in the week what that was like for a, for a quarterback going through that process. I want to ask you about the defensive side of the ball. If you were giving advice to defending against the RPO, what are some things that, that you would look for from a linebacker standpoint? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's definitely a lot more difficult, especially when the quarterback can make plays with his feet. And, you know, Zach is a really good athlete. He's a really good runner. 
you know, he's, he's shifty, he's elusive, and it, it presents problems. You know, I, I was fortunate to play against a lot of good quarterbacks, Colin Kaepernick being one of them. Um, and, you know, when you play against a guy like that, that he, he can run and he can throw, it really makes it difficult for the defense. And so from a linebacker standpoint, you have to make sure that you are reading your keys and that you are assignment sound because if, if you bite on any little thing and you get out of position, you know, even by an inch, it can affect the entire play. And so, you know, reading your keys, getting, getting your, your, run, your run pass read, making sure if you're the quarterback player that you, you are the quarterback player and you don't try to do anything else outside of that. You have to be really assignment sound because it's difficult. If you just have a, just a passing quarterback and you know he's never going to keep it, then it becomes a lot easier as a defender. What do you make of the move of Zane Anderson from uh, linebacker back to safety? What's that telling you? Um, you know, I, I like it. I think uh, I think he'll do well back there. Uh, you know, I don't know what his speed is like, but looks like he moves really well. And I think, uh, I, I you know, my initial thought is maybe it's an opportunity to get somebody else on the field that they, they can put at that linebacker position. I'm not sure who's filling his spot at linebacker, but – Usually when they make changes like that, it's, it's either because, you know, they're, maybe they have another guy. I know, I know from my experience when I moved to, to linebacker from safety, it's because it should just transferred over and Johnson was there and they're like, man, like we need these guys all on the field at the same time. And I happened to be gaining a lot of weight at the time and, you know, they, they transitioned me over. So hopefully it's a situation like that where we get a little extra help uh, from you know an athleticism standpoint, defensive side of the ball, and you know if, if he's playing safety, especially strong safety, it's going to be very similar. Um, it, you know, there's certain elements that are very similar, and I think he'll do a good job when it comes. Especially, you know, it, it, he seems like a, a pretty athletic kid. He's he's going to handle it well in coverage. Jordan Pendleton is with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, how important is it for this week's game, is it that they won last week's game, meaning, you know, having a little confidence going up against the Trojans? Well, it, it's super important because, you know, they come into this game 0-2, and, and now it's like they're, they're playing scared. They're, they're playing to, you know, it's like, man, if we don't win, we're going to be – 0-3, which is a terrible feeling with another, you know, good opponent the following week. And so I just – I think mentally for them it's going to help them a lot coming into this game with some confidence. They, you know, they had a huge win in Tennessee. Uh, that stadium, uh, you know, it's a big stadium. There's over 100,000 people. And to pull that off like they did in the fashion that they did, it brings a lot of confidence to the team. And, and now, you know, they, they have the confidence that they can, they can beat USC and – but it also takes some pressure off of them a little bit because, you know, one and two isn't as bad as on three, and it's not good to think like that. But it takes a little pressure off, and hopefully they can just relax and play football. What do you expect BYU to do offensively? Because obviously Zach Wilson is their quarterback. They believe in him. They think he can move the ball. But it seems as though uh, BYU, it might be in their best interest to use a little ball control, keep the ball away from that USC offense. And that means a whole lot of Tyson Williams, doesn't it? So how do you uh, sort of break that down? Yeah, no, you're, you're 100% correct. I think – 
you know, w- watching last game and how well he did, you know, I said it last week on the show, if the running game is is going well, it makes it – it opens it up for Zach. And, and ex- you know, especially if they're running a lot of RPO, it really opens it up because they're – you know, USC is going to be so worried about the run, and they don't – they not only have to worry about the running back, but they have to worry about the quarterback as well. And then when it's time to throw, it presents a lot of problems and it creates a lot of space within the defense and a lot of space for, you know, Zach to, you know, open up some windows within the throwing game. And so I expect them to try and establish the run game early so that it can open it up and and Zach can have some fun playing in the ball. Jordan, you're the best. Thank you so much for joining us as always. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Jordan Pendleton, the former Coug. He sounds pretty optimistic. About he does. What he saw against Tennessee, and usually Jordan calls it the way it is, but uh, maybe, you know, that... one thing's for sure, one and two is better than one and three. Yeah, I I actually think it is important, in considering how darn close that game against Tennessee uh, was, maybe it's it's kind of foolish to say this, but I think it's important that they won that game to have – the confidence going into what kind of the sc- USC. What kind of score are you expecting? I mean, is this one of those deals where it's going to be points galore? Or do you think that uh, BYU will be able to keep Graham Harrell's uh, offense sort of under control? So I think there's I think there's going to be scoring. Because I, I, I think BYU's defense is probably going to struggle a little bit at times. Uh, but I don't think USC's defense is really that good. We we looked into the numbers a little bit earlier in the week, and they're not good against the run or the pass. You think in, in so, the 30s? Yeah. Did it go that? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, USC put 45 on Stanford. I don't know. I, I didn't study Stanford's defense enough to see if there are parallels between what Stanford likes to do and what BYU likes to do. You would think that they might have – Similar kinds of athletes. Yeah, they're they're not as athletic on the outside. Speed-wise, right. is what we're talking mm-hmm. about. So I think BYU will be similarly vulnerable, which it, it gets back. We've been talking about this all week. they gotta they got to rush the passer. they got to get some heat on the yeah, but, heat on the freshman. That's got to that's be how they defend. But Jordan was talking about that. He said he thinks BYU has the athletes to do that, but we haven't really seen that. We haven't. So And, and maybe Jordan turns out to be right. I mean – he knows a lot about this team and the capability of the athletes. I just think if I had to bet on on BYU covering the best set of receivers in the country <laughs> or figuring out a way to blitz the quarterback, I'd, I'd probably bet on them blitzing the quarterback. Yeah. Well, I mean, neither one's this? easy. I'm not saying, like, you know, you, you snap your fingers and do one of them. I mean, it's it's going to be a hard game. This BYU be a tough struggled game. to do this last year when they had Corbin Kafusi and they had Sione Takitaki. Yep. They don't have those guys. They could really so use them this week. Who's going to step up to do I know Fanua had a terrific uh, game last week against Tennessee. He would be a terrific candidate can, for it. Can he blitz the quarterback? Maybe. He, I mean, somebody's going to have to go out and have uh, a Takitaki-like performance. I mean, one of those – he was so good against Wisconsin. Sione Takitaki was yeah, last year, uh-huh. and it it was one of those extraordinary performances that made a win like that even possible. And they'll they'll need another one of those from somebody, and so, maybe it is Kavika Fanua. So we, we were, can ask Hans, who we think yeah. is the most likely candidate. Well, when we were talking to Jordan, he was saying essentially that yeah, they have to keep those receivers in front of them, and, but 
how are you going to do that if you're committing extra resources yeah. to get into the quarterback? That, that's the question of the week as far as I'm concerned. No doubt. All right, we'll get to more coming up next. Uh, we're live at the warehouse. We'll get a quick not sports report on the other side. Stay tuned. Uh, it is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now your not sports report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live at the warehouse. Come and see us, 1967 South, 300 West. We'll talk to Tom coming up here momentarily. But first, it's time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online, LHMUsedCars.com. Gordo, where are we headed today? Okay, before I get started on where this took place, I need to ask you and Austin a question and uh, also all our listeners. You ever been to a psychic uh, no. Have you ever had your fortune told? You ever had your palm read? You ever had anything like that? Nope. Austin? Uh, I had my palm read for free, uh, I think in San Francisco once. I think it was in San Francisco, just for fun. Anything uh, make sense to you? No. Sorry. Well, uh, it's okay. Have you? Uh, I talked to a psychic once as part of a show we did, and... Uh, uh, just I I didn't really get a good vibe with what I was hearing. You know, it's just kind of one of those strange things. I I don't know how uh, folks who are legitimate in that in that business whether what it is what it isn't. I'm not sure. But this story is about someone who apparently wasn't very legitimate. Okay, a South Florida woman who claims she was a psychic slash fortune teller lifted $1.6 million from a Texas woman who uh, was paying the psychic uh, the money to, quote, lift a curse off her family. Lift a curse, okay. Mm -hmm. She had a family curse going on. All right. Or thought she did. And she was encouraged by the psychic slash fortune teller to pay her the money so she could lift the curse. Um, so there was a whole lot of sort of cajoling going on and whatnot. And uh, <clears throat> she had to buy like crystals and okay. potions or whatever to, to help in that cause. Well, said psychic was just sent to jail for three years. Four? for lifting $1.6 million off of the uh, victim. Jeez. And, I, you know, I don't know what's legal and what's illegal in that regard because isn't there some accountability on the person who is paying the money out to have the curse lifted? Because obviously she was very motivated to have the family curse lifted. But... Like, what are we telling you, like, swindlies' rights? Like, the person being swindled has rights not to be swindled? Or should they be smart enough not to be swindled in the first place? That's the question. Uh, I think it's still illegal. Well, she admitted, the the psychic slash fortune teller admitted later that that she she may have been concocting a lot of this. Well, you don't say. (laughs) But that's a... $1.6 One point six million to lift a family curse seems expensive. Uh, and and I don't know. You know, I don't know if curses work. I mean, I don't. I don't have any expertise in that realm. 
All I know is that I don't. I heard uh, Austin and uh, and Tony talking about uh, you know the, the the curse of the Babe when when Boston sold Babe Ruth to the Yankees and the whole. Wasn't there something about a goat with the Cubs? And all that stuff. I mean, and they were saying that that stuff is not is, is just ridiculous to take that stuff seriously. And I would I would concur with that. But I don't know about you know I don't know about you know spells and curses and stuff like that in real life. I mean, do you, do you, do you think that there's any credibility there at all? Well, earlier you asked me if I were su- was superstitious, and I told you no. So I figure the I know the answer. Yeah, Austin. If you ran across somebody that uh, was putting a curse on you, would that make you nervous? Yes, absolutely. Yes, (laughs) I don't believe it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I believe. All right. Anyway, well, this woman got sent up to the big house for three years and four months. Yeah, I think she should. Deservedly so. Yeah. I wonder if she could work her wonders to get out of there. I doubt it. Hans is going to join us right around the corner, but we are live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West, and our friend Tom joins us once again. And, uh, Tom, these deals, I mean, you, uh, Gordon said it uh, earlier today, you, uh, you just seem to outdo yourself every time we come here. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it special every time you're here. And I feel bad because I teased you a little bit as we got off the air there. <laughs> oh, I can, I can uh, handle it's, it. It's not too late to apologize. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. All that. right, brother. Listen, we talked earlier about the real leather deal. And uh, there's a famous company. I am not allowed to advertise the name brand of this sofa and it's a big sofa with the our next field trip is we got to have gordon take off his headphones walk over there recline himself and then tilt his head up Ah. so we'll do that between next break so we can get the testimonial of gordon am i looking at it right over there yeah that one right that's it you're gonna like it that's it this is one um there's a publication that furniture store owners and or buyers for big companies subscribe to it's called furniture of america they say this brand is the best brand of upholstery in the industry it's got a steel core frame that's basically guaranteed for life you'll never have an issue with the frame of this then it's got the very best motors in the industry it's got real leather it's not the fake stuff that's going to flake so it's not a flaky pilly type of deal it's real leather and then it's got the best reclining features made it has on the buttons a head tilt so if you're laying down and you feel like oh my gosh i'm laying down but i can't see my tv push a button (laughs) tilt your head up so you can see the tv while you're laying down pretty sweet it also has in that same spot a usb port where you can charge your device whether it be an ipad an iphone oh nice a phone whatever it might be your tablet your computer whatever you need usb that's pretty sweet on like a fantasy football sunday where you're keeping up with the fantasy team and, and watching all those games if that's not all lift up the console where you store your remotes in the drink cup holding section it's got another usb so if you need multiple devices to keep up with your fantasy you're good to go you're good to go that's awesome this retails uh coin the phrase again the boys down south Uh they're south of us here on third west they're the big boys. They're twenty nine hundred bucks. How about eight hundred and ninety nine dollars? Wow! It's the best deal I've ever had on this 
quality of furniture. Then we talked earlier about if you're looking for your living room, let's say you're uh, a young family, you can't spend three grand, you can't spend a thousand bucks. I'm going to have for $399 the same thing in a bonded microfiber. So this is the polished microfiber that looks like suede for $399 with double recliners. Oh, awesome. It's a deal. It's cheaper than a typical recliner of that quality. You're getting two of them with the console, carry your cups, your remotes, everything. Again, it's the warehouse. It's our media day talking about the pregame show of the grand opening next week in Orem. We're here at 1967 South, 300 West, the warehouse. Boom. You heard the man. Get down here. We still have some jazz gear left. Enter to win those tickets uh, to the Ute-Idaho State game as well. We'll have Hans Olsen coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Ryan Leaf, host of uh, Believe in Pac-12 Football on the Believe Podcast Network. The conference, I believe, it, from top to bottom, is as competitive as any conference out there. And they just beat the hell out of each other and cannibalize one another. And it's not an excuse. My biggest qualm about the Pac-12 right now is the, their inability to win the games they're supposed to win. That they can't lose. You know, UCLA can't lose to Cincinnati. They can't lose to San Diego State. You know, Oregon State and Arizona can't lose to Hawaii. But that stuff can't happen. Uh, that's why I like that Utah is so highly ranked right now, and they continue to go up if they keep winning because they need to be in the conversation when the college football playoff committee starts putting out their picks. Otherwise, the Pac-12 just will not get noticed. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.